was trying to figure out how to be there for my wife and my kids, even amidst all this chaos. And I, I, I did it. I got good at it. I got good at f- even faking it if I needed to, to show up for them. Um, and it's literally a skill because I can feel the pain and turmoil inside me. Like I need something to, to cure the pain. Most people turn to drink or food or something to sedate it. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be that guy. This is Life's Special Sauce. I'm your host, Chef Marshall O'Brien. Every week I ask one person one question about their special sauce to make their life what they want to be from faith, relationships, finance, nutrition, fitness, attitude, mindset, the list goes on. It is my intention that these wisdom snacks inspire you, motivate you, that they help you take action in your life right now. I'm very grateful that you're giving me your time to listen. Thank you very much. My guest this episode is Kyle Carnahan. He is a devoted father, a mentor, with a mission to help fellow dads take control of their lives and become the unstoppable forces they were meant to be. Drawing from his own journey of growth, Kyle understands the unique challenges that fathers face today. Just a few years ago, he was a firefighter struggling to make ends meet, and now he runs a multi-million dollar business helping fathers be the best they can be in all aspects of life. His program, Superhuman Fathers, helps men that are complacent in their marriage, fitness, fatherhood, and life in general, and turns them into literal superhuman fathers by leading them down a path of massive personal development. It is just a real treat to have Kyle Carnahan on the one question video show about life, life's special sauce. Kyle, thank you so much for being here. All right. Thank you. And I I need to get a copy of that bio, man. That was, uh, that was really good. (laughs) It's all you, my friend, and I'm happy to send it. All right. I got one question for you. Here it is. Would you please share and explain a consistent daily habit ritual routine that you do to help you be a better version for you and those in your world? First of all, um, my, my regiment should not be your regiment, nor should it be someone else's. Your regiment should be created by you and guided by whatever source you believe tells you to be a better person, guides you in your journey of life of what you should be, what you should do, and how you should show up for your family and what God you believe in and what, what spiritual beliefs you have and what your values are. All these are part of your morning process because it has to support that. I can't tell anybody what's good or bad or what to believe. All I can do is guide them to some sort of a source. Some people call it the conscience, the universe, God. I don't care what you call it. But what I do know is when you tap into what that is, you'll find your values and your code, and then you can fit in how you work your mornings into living that those values and those code. Usually good people who have pure intentions come to very similar values, which is always interesting to me. It's like something ingrained in us. And so I'll share what I do, which is always changing. And there's always an evolution also. Uh, I try to stay away from dogma and have tos as much as possible, because what happens when you fall into dogma you, you get stuck in a box. When I get stuck in a box, I can't learn. I can't expand because what got me here will not get me there. And I stay white belt mentality. I don't know anything. All I know is what I've experienced up until this point. And that's what I can share with those who are 
working to become like me. And then I find those that are ahead of me and I glom onto them. So here's where I'm at. I'm in a little bit of a transition because I, it was 2.45 in the morning was my wake up for about a year and a half. And that was non-negotiable. So as you can imagine, there is a trade-off there. There's a lot of pain involved in that lifestyle because there's a lack of sleep. So you're always in, a, in this place of like a little bit of twilight fatigue, you know, like that, that place where you're kind of tired. So you feel like you, you're a little nauseous. And I just got really tired of people saying, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. I'm not a morning person, I'm not a morning person. And I was like, well, let's just push these boundaries and, and let's show people that you can become however person you want. And um, so that's been the last little while. And, and, and in the morning, and the reason why I say the last little while is because my wife's had some talks with me that she's like, hey, I need you to sleep more. And I'm like, ah. And she's like, I need you to sleep more. A year ago, I would have told her, yeah, no, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Sleep's for pussies. I don't need sleep. Um, and I needed to go through that. I needed to push myself and challenge myself. But now I'm realizing like when my wife speaks, I need to listen. She's my best coach. She, she knows me the most. Like, and then, and I'm literally here to support her in her life. And so uh, I'm opening up my heart and my mind to my wife in, in anything. She gives me advice about business, about my life, about how I'm showing up. Cause she knows me better than anyone. She's like, she almost acts as like a secondary piece of my conscience. So my wife's like, I need you to sleep more. So now I'm, um, I'll, I'll ask her like 2.45 tomorrow, you know, bring it up. She's like, all right, just watch yourself. I'll keep an eye on you. She can tell when I'm overly tired. And uh, like she says, I kind of zombie out a little bit. I'm not as energetic with the family. And, and I'm, I'm trying to play this line where like, so I was in the firehouse. We don't sleep sometimes two, three, four days. I got used to sleep deprivation problem is I would come home and I'd see some stuff as a firefighter, paramedic, whatever, blood, guts, mayhem happens, you know, bad stuff with kids, like just stuff that just irks you, it stays in there, inner turmoil. And I'd come home and I was trying to figure out how to be there for my wife and my kids, even amidst all this chaos. And I, I, I did it. I got good at it. I got good at f even faking it if I needed to, to show up for them. Um, and it's literally a skill because I can feel the pain and turmoil inside me. Like I need something to, to cure the pain. Most people turn to drink or food or something to sedate it. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be that guy. You know, so I was really working on my discipline and my addictions. Um, food and porn were, were my, my go-to to like soothe myself. But I, I rejected that stuff. And so I'd come home and I'd be like, how do I stay away from my addictions but not just blow glass shards on my family? And so I started putting a timer on and then and reporting on my Instagram how far I get. So I could get like two hours when I get home from work before I blow up. And it was like five hours. And then over the months, I'd get through, you know, one or two days and I got really good at it. And so when I got out of the firehouse and I had all this time now to sleep, things became easier. And a part of me was like, I'm still working on this. So let's turn the heat up. And let's stay in that sleep deprived, sleep deprived place where this is way harder 
so that I can master this ability to control my emotions in that chaotic moment. And now that I'm to the point where I'm pretty good at it, now I, I can almost loosen up and actually not slowly kill myself through sleep deprivation. So now um, it'll be from 2.45 to 4.30, depending on when I go to bed. When I get up, the first thing I do is I walk in and I take a picture of myself in the mirror. Click so that I can be held uh, accountable to how I look, which means which will be directly connected to my discipline with food because food is my addiction and the mirror doesn't lie. So if I'm overeating, you will see it in my body and the world will see it. I put it on my Instagram every single day. Then I go walk right into a cold shower. And sometimes, yeah, that's at 2.45 in the morning, right into a cold shower. It's the worst. It's like, it, it, it's, it's horrendous. But here's why I do it. Is because when I wake up naturally, and I don't know if this is from the firehouse or just whatever, like I just took an eight minute nap right now. My wife said, hey, Kyle, I'm about two minutes into my nap. <laughs> my heart rate's like 200. It's like my adrenaline just shoots into my face. And I think that's from just running calls as a firefighter paramedic for so many years that when I get woken up, even if it's an alarm in the morning, like I am afraid. It's a fear response and it's still there. And so and part of that fear now is how hard I'm pushing with superhuman fathers. Like I am reinvesting. I'm, I'm living in a $7 million house to provide a beautiful place for my people to come for our events, to have a, to, to have a, a compound for us. Um, you know, we, we're making moves, we're upgrading our life, we're investing, we're doing events, we're speaking at events, like I'm revamping curriculum and creating new uh, groups and systems for, for all of it and trying new things. Everything is a risk, everything. And I have a voice when I wake up in the morning that says, you're going to fuck this up. You're going to die. You're going to ruin everything. Everyone's going to hate you. You're a loser. You're weak. You're a fake. This is what I wake up to. And I, and I feel it's the resistance trying to pull me from doing something amazing. Because the more you lean in to God's plan for you, the more this resistance will try and fight you. And so I just call it that, the resistance. So I don't give it any power. But when I go walk into the cold shower, it's like a baptism of commitment for the day. I'm like, no, no, you have no power over me. I am willing to die for this. I go in the cold shower and like, to me, it's the worst. I'm in California. It's not even that cold. Like guys give me a hard time. Like, that's like, they're like, it's like 70 degrees. I'm like, bro, at three in the morning, that is the worst, dude. You're like all sleepy and the water hits you. You're just like, <laughs> and you know, but one of my, a couple of my buddies are like, you need to get a cold plunge. And they're right. Like, I need to get one of those and like really get cold like that. That's the next level for me. And then I go downstairs. And um, while I'm kind of walking downstairs, I'll start writing in my stories on Instagram. Whatever is on my mind. Whatever I write, I have to post. It could be the craziest shit. It could be the most embarrassing things. It could be the craziest truth about my life. It gets posted. I'm always just whatever it is. And I never delete it. I can't. It's against my code. So I say some crazy shit sometimes. And then I go, uh, I put on uh, Christian meditation music on Spotify on, on one phone. I have two phones. One phone I put the music on and the other phone, I'll usually, sometimes I'll film my feet walking out the threshold of my house into the backyard. And, you know, if you watch my story, sometimes you see that. 
And the reason why I do that is because I have created this story that when I cross the threshold, all that fear and all that negativity that I woke up with gets left behind and I walk into God's light in his arms. And so now when that happens, I feel this rush of love and power and belief and truth. And it's dark outside and there's no one around. And I just go outside and I just soak up love and power and confidence. I just open my hands to the sky and I just let it flow into me. And because I know today's going to be a brutal war. And, uh, and then I'll, then I'll write what I, the, whatever downloads I just got. I'll write. Usually there's a lot of tears and gratitude. And I try to find that place where life is magic. Because if I can stay in that place of enchantment, where, where life truly is magic, because it really is, we forget. If you just really look around at the sky and the trees and, and just matter in general and how our body works and the breath goes in and out. And I have a consciousness. Like if you really feel this, you're like, oh my God, I am a walking miracle magic is real like and then you start going i'm actually guided and have a purpose like today my purpose is what you know and it, and god can whisper it to you like you're here to bless the world like your presence is here to make people's lives better just just by you showing up hmm. you know so you're just so so i i want to be a light to the world i, I want to make people's lives better just at the gas station or the coffee shop or whatever and in the end, I seek transformation. I'm, I'm hunting transformation for people. That's all I care about for myself, for my wife, for my kids, and for the rest of the world. I'm seeking to take someone and be part of this amazing miracle where the butterfly comes out of the cocoon again and again and again and again. And that's what I'm preparing my day for. Um.